You're listening to Corporate Multiplayer. The official podcast of the 4-1 Game Zone. Hello and welcome to another edition of Co-op Multi, and yes, this is like the first time in a while we've actually had consecutive weeks of when we're on, so yay us. <laughs> uh, of course, I'm Sean Garmer, the host of the show, and my awesome co-hosts as always, Daniel Anderson and Robert Cooper are here. Hello. Potato salad. So did you have a tater salad with that one too? Yes. They call me Hater Salad. Uh, <laughs> oh, Ron White. I remember he was really funny for a while, and then I was like, eh. Man, that's most of those redneck comics. Except for I Jeff Fox. watched that redneck comic thing over and over for a while. Yeah, I have a... Oh, well, I have the Jeff Fox for the redneck dictionary. Oh, really? I got it when I was like... 15, and I just never got rid of it because, why not? It's I'm sure it's something you can totally bring out for the ladies, right? Nothing makes the ladies swoon more than Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> Especially if you're Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah, I'm sure you're right on that one. Hey, I uh, he did get a national a very popular TV hosting gig out of it. Yep. The Jeff Foxworthy show? No, he uh, who's smarter than a fifth grader. Hey, 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 hey. And now he has the Bible challenge thing too. Oh, I'm sure that 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 demographic does kind of uh, cross over. So, you know, good, good for him. <laughs> I love how he says family. that demographic is though he's not a 18 to 35 year old in the South. <laughs> but I'm not an 18 to 35 year old in the South that will watch Bible Challenge. Yeah, I'm just pointing that out. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess, I, guess I, I do fit the stereotype of the demographic. Even I don't know that Game Show Network is for 18 to 35. Oh, it's on Game Show Network. Yeah, so it's more like the 25 to 50, which is I guess like Robert technically is not in. Isn't it like the 40 to 60 or something like that? Like. Christ. Like, I don't think I know any person over the age of, like, 60 who's like, oh, yeah, the damn game show channel. Actually, I would have watched. Nobody wants to watch the game show channel. It's like, it's like G4. Nobody wants to watch G4 anymore. Why? Because it's literally they show two-hour blocks of Heroes Lost, episodes of X-Play when it kind of sucked, and... Web Why do they still show that? People are not going to care to watch because stuff that's about what old they have. Games. <laughs> that's what they have. Hell, I'd watch X Play from like 2002 to like maybe 07 because it's entertaining and fun. But this is like when they were pretty much trying to uh, be serious, and they were more like a gaming news sort of thing rather than like kind of goofy reviews. I yeah. love the old goofy reviews, but yeah. I, I gave up on X-Play a long time ago. Once the Sessler left, I was done. I realized, uh, shortly before I moved out, that Reels Channel has a 
electric playground still. So, oh, really? Like, they're still around. Hmm. And they do yeah, it every day. Huh, cool. For like 30 they mostly cover more movies than games, but they still cover game stuff. Yeah, it so seems like games are just not the cool thing to cover anymore. I really wish we could get another gaming channel, but that'll never happen. It's just, things are kind of slow developing, usually, with games. To the point where you have to have other stuff in there besides games. You can't have a gaming news thing for 30 minutes every day. That's why they have, you know, fixes on other websites that last like four minutes. You know. Sure. Well, I mean, hey, G4 tried that. It just kind of made it worse. That oh, stuff yeah. like a, the, the, the import tuner shows, you know, it's great. <sighs> uh, God, I remember some of those shows. They were bad. But I did well, remember that one time John Cena showed up. That's true. Yes, he did. That was cool. I think if you end up having uh, e-gaming start to take off, that's some footage, or that's some shows that you can have in a video game network. That's true. Yeah. I remember when they had the arena show, I always watched that. Even though the I didn't arena care about the games fun. that were on. Yeah, I didn't give a damn about any any of those games. I was like, oh, whatever. Okay. I think the show I liked the most was their uh, icons or whatever, the video game history show. Mm-hmm. I get, that show was yeah. so good. Like I, I enjoyed it a lot. It was a really, it was a really like interesting show, and I learned a lot, which is great. I'm surprised History Channel didn't like grab it and decide to keep it going. But you kidding me? They've got they got more important stuff to be uh, to be selling. You know, like yeah. uh, Ice Road Truckers and Axemen. Yeah. <laughs> And what now, Mountain Men or whatever? Like, how many men are we going to have doing things on History Channel? <laughs> I don't know. All I know is my mom watches TLC. And it's like, oh, honey, boo-boo. I'm like, oh, I forgot that show existed. I guess Doug Dynasty stole her demographic thunder. Uh, don't say I'm in that demographic, Daniel. Let's I'm not going. get into the Duck Dynasty <laughs> thing uh, again. <laughs> oh, God. Ugh. All right, well, you know, we may not have the uh, great breaking news of uh, LeBron James deciding on a number or TNA getting canceled by Spike TV, but we have news. (laughs) So we'll talk about that. But first, did you guys play anything this week? I did. I played WWE 14 for three hours at a friend's house. That game is buggy as shit. More than 13? Yes, considering I play, I did the Undertaker streak mode. Like, I, I actually beat Undertaker with Rock Lesnar, of course, for the streak. And then I did defend the streak. And I got, like, what was it? I got 54 wins. Jeez. Yeah. Well, my friend said you 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 deserve you deserve to get tapped out by Wade Barrett because instead of hitting finishers, I kept winning matches by dragging sleepers and Batista bite, <laughs> and they kept pissing them off. So like, coop hit a tombstone. I'm like, fuck you, dragon sleeper. 
Like, this is so boring. I'm like, but I keep winning. But what happened is I got the 54 wins and then when the match was over and I went to load back to the screen, it froze. Oh. Which apparently a glitch. It's a bug in the game. Like once you get past like 30 or something like that, you, well, it, you have to restart the console. Wow. Oh, yeah. So Total you lost all your wins? Oh, yeah. Like, luckily, my buddy Nick still got the achievements. So oh, good for him. But still, I don't, like, you know, I don't get to see my score or anything for it, which kind of pissed me off. But, I mean, it was, it was an okay game. It was, it's just like 13. I was a little annoyed that they changed all the creator wrestler stuff. So I created a jobber. Union Jack. Oh, yeah, I create jobbers in my wrestling games. Actually, I have more, I put more storyline, like headcanon sort of storyline into them than I do my regular wrestlers. Like, I have one who's a man who has early onset dementia because he took too many chair shots from Terry Funk. So he has the zombie entrance and Visagra is his center here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just silly silly bullshit like that. But yeah, I played that. I'm trying to think if I really played anything else. Uh, no, no, not really. I think I played a little bit of What's the League 2 last week. I was doing a podcast because I'm a professional. I'm kidding. We were going to start the podcast, but I kept playing What's the League. So we had to wait until 1 a.m. for me to start the podcast because I was playing What's the League. Wow. Well, what a sport you are. Yes. Well, if we would have done that podcast and we meant to do it, we would have had like six out, six more hours to do other podcasts. Like over like three nights, like two hours, we would start getting on tangents, and then it would just keep getting on more tangents, and be like, okay, now let's do the podcast, and then I'll mention something, and we get on more tangents. Well, usually <laughs> that's what happens at podcasts. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Hunter's like, Coop, we should just record this and post it. I'm like, nobody's going to listen to us talking about nothing. We're not Seinfeld. That's true. But you never know. There might be that one person that decides you guys are interesting. Hey, that would be wonderful. At least somebody would think I would be I'm interested. <laughs> well, Daniel, did you play anything? Uh, well, I played a little... The uh, in the Destiny open beta this past weekend, I played some Eve Online and some Mountain Blade, and yesterday I started playing a little bit of XCOM that I bought in not this year's Steam sale but last year's Steam sale, and kind of forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, I was actually really wanting to buy XCOM, but I I haven't yet. I mean, it's it's good. It's tough. Ooh, I'm not sure yeah. if it's tougher than Fire Emblem or not, but it's up there. Oh, okay, cool. And it's it sitting have, on my it, it does PS3. have the permanent deaths. It has what? Uh, permanent deaths. Oh, just like in Fire Emblem. Yeah. Neat. Yeah, I heard it was really good. I just have it. I have it from the PS Plus, and it's still sitting there. I keep saying I'm going to play it one day, and it just. Doesn't happen. <laughs> so it's like Rainbow Six with the permanent deaths, 
You can keep, except your main character's name is not Ding Chavez, unfortunately. <laughs> I think everybody needs a character named Ding. Just saying. Just saying. Well, how about that uh, Destiny beta? Uh, I mean, it was fun. Uh, It's got me considering getting the game when it first comes out. Uh, I mean, obviously, the controls were good. The weapon, you had a lot of weapon choices. Uh, It looked beautiful. I mean, all the stuff you would expect. Uh, The story was something I was a little bit worried about. The multiplayer aspect was something I was worried about, but it's not a problem. I mean, it's it's you don't need other friends to do stuff with. It doesn't really seeing other people there doesn't really detract from what you're doing. The only thing that it hurts is that other people in your area might pick up a uh, loot chest that's hidden that before you can find it. Dick. I mean, other than that, it's nothing. There's nothing really. I, it allayed a lot of my fears about the game. That's good. So I'm considering picking it up. I mean, it was fun. It was challenging. The only thing that kind of worries me, and I think that I saw that it was confirmed, each pl- like each planet that you go to, Earth, Moon, and I heard that there were others are going to be others in the Mercury game. And- yeah, you've only got one map that you're on, that you're exploring, and it's in different segments. So, like you're exploring the map in a mission, it wherever you explore later on, it's going to be the same map, but it's like time has passed. So there isn't a lot of variation on maps. Now, in the single player, it's not a big deal. It's I can see where it would get annoying if you're playing it over and over and over trying to level up a character to get to whatever level you need to. The PvP, I played a little bit. It was okay. I mean, overall, it wasn't a bad game. And I think the story in it's going to be pretty decent. Is there anything different that makes it special compared to other MMOs out there? or? Uh, I mean, it doesn't really feel like an MMO. The most uh, most of the missions that you go on says that it supports a fire team of one to three people. So at the most, you might have two other people in the map with you at that time on that mission. Now, as you get into other missions, the big open world missions where you're just exploring around and you have the open world issues where the uh, extremely strong bosses spawn and you have to take them out or you have to protect a fallen satellite or something, then... You can get you can have a few more people on there, but I mean overall it was it didn't feel like an MMO to me. Okay, so there's not like this. Oh, you got to go on a raid with thirty people and none of that, right? It's nothing just, that I found. Or, I mean, yeah. nothing in the beta of that. Let's just put it that way. There could be later, but right now, no. Did you have a lot of? Uh... Crappy people in PvP or no? Yeah. I mean, no. Granted, I didn't plug in my mic, so I didn't have to hear that. <laughs> but uh, I mean, the PvP, the one, 
the one that I played was a uh, control point game. Okay. Uh, vehicles spawned. And there are turrets sitting around that you can use to dis- uh, that actually overlook the control points. So you have to be aware that nobody's running up there. Uh, but I mean, it was fun. That's all that I wanted it to be. Well, that's good. So there you go. Go buy Destiny from Robert or from Daniel. I'm not selling it. So if you try to buy it from me, you'll be sadly mistaken. I will be happy to take your money, but I also am not selling Destiny. <laughs> well, if you needed a reason to go buy Destiny, maybe Daniel convinced you then. Hey, Daniel wasn't too uh, hyped on the game before then, so... Yeah, I mean, the the beta did ease some of my fears, and I'm not worried that the game's going to be a flop at this point. Well, that's good, because I was... I wasn't worried about it being a flop. I would say that maybe it'd be a bit overrated or something. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's what... I, if a game like that ended up being overrated, it would flop pretty hard. Yeah. I mean, it, there I'm not going to say there's no there's no uh how can I put it? It you don't get feelings of Halo watch playing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the story starts off with a little floating thing that shoots out light out of its one eye flying around scanning stuff. <laughs> but once you get into the game and the story, it's it's good. Well, that's good. Cause especially since they're pimping the story. It's supposed to be epic and all this. So, Yeah. It better be. That's what I say. I don't think a uh, company's like, yeah, guys, we have a, uh, our game. It's good, but the story, yeah, it's, it's okay. It's not that great. Well, there's also plenty of games that just tell you straight up, we don't care about the story at all. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Like uh, Titanfall. Yeah. So, well, since we're on Destiny, apparently uh, a Reddit post leaked with a bunch of what could be Destiny's full content. Uh, there's a bunch of multiplayer maps, uh, or what they call crucible maps, that show some of the other planets like Mars and Venus and Mercury that you're going to be on. As well as the names of other ones that I'm not going to spoil for people. There's ways to look that stuff up. There's uh, five different game modes called Class, Skirmish, Rumble, Control, and Salvage. Uh, And it's basically variations on deathmatch free-for-alls and stuff. There's apparently supposed to be 32 story missions. Uh, they've already revealed 23 of them. Uh, they uh, apparently split between different planets and also the asteroid belt uh, and and the planets I already talked about. And there's apparently supposed to be 15 unique strike missions uh, spread across the different difficulty levels. And then there's uh, repeating higher level increments of them. That will get you about 23 total or something like that. So, if this is the full content, at least I guess this would be the launch content. 
would you, uh, Daniel, that you played some of the Beto? Does that sound cool to you? Or Yeah, I can see it. Because in the Beta, I want to say there were eight missions per planet. Like, on Earth, you had about eight missions that you'd go through. So having about eight per planet would give you, what, four planets in the single player? Which I think is pretty good. I just hope all of the stuff that they found is launch and not part of it isn't on disc DLC or whatever. <laughs> yeah, on disc DLC. God, that stuff's such bullshit. Yeah, it is. Yep. Because at least that should be free. Or unlockable, you know, like it used to be back in the day before DLC existed. <laughs> yeah, back in the old days when they had these things called unlockables. <laughs> yes but well if they supposedly have five planets in the asteroid belt I'm guessing that means you have six places that you go to so if they do have eight per place then that means they have what like almost 50 maybe some of them are like secret or something not necessarily considered part of the actual story mission or something? Well, the other thing that scares me is in the beta, the missions that you'd go through had an easy mode and a hard mode. Uh, and it gave the hard mode as recommending for a higher level. So I'm really hoping it's not we get two planets and then the game's over and then you have to play back through it on the hard mode. <laughs> But I mean, Halo One and Halo Two were pretty decent length games, so I'm gonna hope I'm gonna trust Bungie that they're gonna keep it going. Well, I think they know better than to just make a game where you uh, the difficulty is you're basically going through the same stuff of different difficulties. I mean, yeah, you did that with Halo, but you got to experience the whole game, whether whichever difficulty it was that you that you're playing. So I would assume it'd be at least something like that. But uh, before we, I guess, move on to the rest of the news, there was a big thing called Comic-Con that happened. Uh, we weren't there, but I'm sure some of you... Or, I mean, I don't know how much you guys got to actually read or see about Comic-Con, but anything stand out to you guys? doesn't have to be game-related. It can be comic book-related or TV show-related. Uh, the Avengers 2 stuff. Just off the top of my head. The description of the scenes that you see. Like all of them sitting around in costume, eating and deciding to see who can lift Thor's hammer. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds great. (laughs) Uh, Especially the scene that they described where Iron Man puts on his gauntlets to try to pick it up and then he gets Rhodey to come in and try to help him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I haven't seen that. I haven't kind of noticed the news about, maybe it's not the news, but the posters and the release dates for the movies from Marvel. Like, they already have all the a lot of the movies lined up for the next, like, what, five years? Yeah. Something, something like that. Like, I was like, Jesus. I gotta give them that. They uh, 
they definitely uh, have their ducks lined up. Yeah, they know where they're is, going. Yeah. yeah, which is uh, almost the opposite of their competitor, who uh, at least they released a cool-looking trailer, a little teaser for Batman versus Superman, The Hunt Justice. Well, I'm afraid that movie's going to be a mess. Though I guess the Wonder Woman costume is okay. Like, I still don't think that Gal Gadot or something looks that much like Wonder Woman. She looks like a model posing as Wonder Woman. Like, I expect Amazon. You know, a woman who could kick my ass. No, I don't think that woman well, could kick my ass. Well, I don't know that we've really ever had Amazon live action. I didn't think Linda Carter was Amazon woman either. I mean... Well, true, but that was the 70s. <laughs> Uh, I will say, I will say this. I did forget about one of the biggest pieces of news that I saw coming out of Comic Con. Uh, we're going to get an Evil Dead TV series with Bruce Campbell starring in it. Sweetest. Oh, yeah. that. that sounds exciting. We are getting Walking Dead: The Game season three as well, and some people are thinking that we might not. We might get a year off from it. Because they already have the Tales of the Borderlands and Game of Thrones to do. So unless they're going to do three at the same time. I'm guessing they would delay Walking Dead Season 3 for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Walking Dead will give them plenty of money. So they can... They, I'm sure they're still making money off Walking Dead Season 2. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Especially since yeah. the last episode hadn't come out yet. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it'll take a little while for Season 3 to come out. Everybody will just have to wait, you know. I know it's a horrible, horrible thing, waiting. You know, I, I believe that we could do it. Yeah, true. I mean, uh, I mean, at least you don't have to wait to find out that they're already making a Guardians of the Galaxy 2, so. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's ballsy. They're like, yeah, guys, already released number two. That's going to be coming out. Well, I just saw a uh, review for it. Or I've seen several reviews for it that are extremely positive. Oh yeah, I mean the movie looks awesome. Like, well, it's one of those, this is one of those. To... I don't think the reviews are going to matter. People are going to go see it. Period. Well, yeah, true, I mean, it looks really fun. I'd rather it be like uh, Avengers than the '98 Godzilla, where no matter what, people went to see it, but it didn't have one of them had legs, one didn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, there were still people that wanted to hate on Avengers, I guess, because it was the cool thing to hate on Avengers or something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's still people that hate on Avengers. I I guess I'm just happy to see, like, a kind of really kind of fun and exciting Marvel movie. You know, one that doesn't look like it takes itself too seriously, because, I mean, while we still have had some of that kind of feeling on a lot of the other movies, they have been getting more and more serious. Oh, serious. Yeah, but I like the fact that a lot of the scenes they show in Guardians of the Galaxy is them having fun or them making jokes and stuff yeah. like that. They're still getting so, a badassery to pull it off. Oh, yeah. With a raccoon and a walking tree, you can't not have... Hey, well, not, a, not just one walking tree. Well, okay, yeah. yeah, one walking tree, but Vin Diesel has a walking tree. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, you got Batista, too, but, you know. 
Oh boy. Good old Dave. I'll say this though. One of the reviews that I saw actually credited his acting. Wow, that's a miracle. Yeah. Not that he's a bad actor or anything, but yeah. But I saw that and I, I mean, I'm going to give him credit if he is that good in it. Oh, there's one bad review in Rotten Tomatoes so far. It's from the Associated Press. Well, imagine oh, that. Yeah, the Associated <laughs> uh, Press. Bunch of douchebags. Somebody did make uh, Tatiana Maslany cry because really? they told her they were really grateful for her doing the show and that, oh, okay. you know, it makes them think of, uh, I guess it like does a lot for like accepting sexuality and all that kind of stuff because of Cosima being like more than just being lesbian. She's yeah, a smart cool. lesbian and all that, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. She deserves part. more credit for her stuff, but yeah, you know, the Emmys are pieces of crap that I guess only watch the same shows over and over. Yeah, it's, it's like whatever. Whatever. But I'm excited about Guardians of the Galaxy because I'm looking here on the Rotten Tomatoes and most of these movies that are in the top box office are complete total horseshit. Like, well, except for, like, I guess Lucy got good reviews, even though I'm... But I think the reason I hate why I want to hate that movie is because people use more than 10% of their brains. Dipshits. Yeah. The movies apparently okay. And the Planes movie is better than the Head Right Feet. But then you have shit like Sex Tape, Tammy, and Transformers. Speaking of Transformers, I forgot the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie was coming out. Yep. Oh, fuck. I am that, not... A, that I may not, not be that bad. No, I'm not going to see it. Until it. Maybe until it gets to the cheap theater. Maybe. It's just... It, nah, I don't know why. I guess maybe it's uh, Megan Fox and the production by... What's-his-face? Michael Bay. Yeah. The fact Turtles are like supposedly six feet tall, but they look like eight, ten feet tall or something. Whoa. Could be worse. It could be the Hercule Boy. Yeah. <laughs> I love how you always find a way to put that in there. Oh, yeah. I got to. I got to. Oh, boy. And what else comes out on the week of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Step up. All in. Jesus, when are they going to be done making that damn movie? <laughs> when idiots stopped going to see it. And oh. unfortunately, idiots are not going to go stop seeing it because they're like, oh, yeah, he's so hot. And Wait until dance. Fifty Shades of Grey, the movie comes out. Uh, oh, don't. <laughs> God. That movie, just knowing that's going to be a movie kind of makes my brain like want to just curl up in a corner and die. Because it's, oh, God, it was so stupid. And I got no, the guy's an asshole. And according to a friend of mine, the reason women like it is because he, yeah, he's an asshole, but he's an asshole to everybody but me, which makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> absolutely no sense. Because if he's an asshole to everybody else, he can be an asshole to you. Stupid. <laughs> God, that's how, I mean, that's how that works. Like, you know, when somebody's a jerk to somebody else, it shows that they have it in them to do that. And you don't want to be on that, you know? 
Yeah, but we all have our times where we can be jerks. But no, the guy in Fifty Shades of Grey is a straight-up stalking, abusive asshole. You know, I've been amazed in my entire time of being being alive what women will find entertaining. Even though they don't want that to happen to themselves, they think that that stuff is interesting. As long as it's happening to somebody else. Yeah, I mean, hey, I guess us men can't. I guess that's why Lifetime, you know. God, the Lifetime channel. Uh, How many women's channels do we have? We have Oxygen, Lifetime, and Weed. At least I think we still have all those. Yeah, and you got the Oprah channel. Oprah channel is technically not a women's channel. It's just a shitty channel. Bravo, technically. Bravo's not a full, it's halfway a gay channel. Which is fine. Like Bravo's got top chefs, so they get away with anything they want to do. True. Oh boy, Dollar Tree bought Family Dollar for eight point five billion. Personally, what? I think they should have bought it for a yeah. dollar. People are saying that's going to be a competitor to Walmart. Dude, hell yes! I well, want. I, I like that because then everything really is a dollar, a Family Dollar. I want Super Dollar Tree. <laughs> <laughs> That's super Dollar Tree. That'd be amazing. I mean, I bought tons of comic books. You still have to go to uh, Walmart to get food, though. Well, you can get food from Dollar Tree. Yeah, well, some food. Yeah, I mean, you can't get it in bulk, and you can't exactly get your spice rack there, but you can get it <laughs> get by. Yeah, and you can you get, get some snack really food. You can get really crappy toys, too. I mean, yeah. hey, I... I saw uh, Mexican wrestlers, and I was like, oh, boy, that's using uh, the Mystico mask. That's a shitty Rey Mysterio ripoff. That's an Ultimate <laughs> Dragon ripoff. <laughs> and all three of that, those guys were in video games at one point. So, it's yes, they were. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, she tied it all back. Uh, there was something else that I... Oh yeah, might as well. Disney Infinity 2.0 gets a release date of September 23rd. And that comes along with the Guardians of the Galaxy will also be in uh, Disney Infinity 2.0 to the surprise of no one. And they also announced Loki, Green Goblin, and one of the villains from Guardians of the Galaxy, Ronan. Oh boy, Ronan the Accuser. So... We now have the Avengers, the Guardians, Nick Fury, and pretty much it's going to come out eventually because you have Nova and Spidey and somebody else. All the characters from Ultimate Spider-Man. And they also released a PS4 and PS3 Collector's Edition that's going to have all the Avengers in it. That you can basically buy the game with all the Avengers in it from day one, but they didn't give a price. And there's a new 12 gig PS3 bundle announced with the game and the starter set for 250. Why they're still making new PS3 bundles, I have no idea. But whatever floats, Sony's boat, I guess. Does this like seriously? After watching all the, I, I watched the whole lineup in front of me, and I'm like, my God, I'm not gonna have any money when this game comes out. <laughs> I want all the damn figures. Stop announcing people. <laughs> just do what I do and just be like, okay, whatever. 
See, I don't, I don't have Disney Infinity because I know I would never be able to support such an addiction. <laughs> I was able to keep myself from the Pixar stuff, but I don't know if I can with this. <laughs> That's true. Which I'm sure a lot of people are probably, all those people who didn't buy it the first time are probably like, damn it, now I have to buy this. I'm still trying to hold strong and not get it. I think everybody should just uh, you know, let it go. <laughs> they showed the frozen gals in Once Upon a Time footage. So everybody was crazy over that, yeah. Oh boy, are they going to build a snowman? I'm sure that'll be in there somewhere. Yeah. I, I'll bet we won't end the season without seeing Olaf. Yeah. Oh, Disney, you and your marketing machine is so good. They're also going to make a Marvel mobile fighting game, too. <laughs> they announced at Comic Con. Oh, can't wait to pay a dollar to get another live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else did they. they uh, Oh, they did announce that they're making a. Oh damn it! What is it? I I saw it. Now I can't think of it. But I'll think of it later. I'll uh, buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Link is gonna have his costume and weapon in Monster Hunter Four. So basically, you're gonna get to be Link. It has his voice and everything, but just not his face. Like you're gonna have generic looking Link. <laughs> can't you can't you just make his face? Or is that or is that game not work like that? I don't know how the if they even have a created character type thing in Monster Hunter, but apparently this is not gonna be the only one. There's gonna be more outfits and whatever. You get his sword and his uh, shield and his boomerang and his bombs and everything, but just not the face of Link. Like. What the hell? I can't wait for my Simon Belmont. I can just whip him and whip him and whip him. I can see you whipping all the monsters around there. It'd be like that. Uh, I watched a robot chicken sketch at Castlevania about a week or so ago. Like all the monsters, are like, huh, a whip? Well, that's wimpy. <laughs> what are you gonna do with a whip? And he starts smacking him. Ow, shit, that hurts. <laughs> he just like. And Jackie was like, oh, damn, wow, that hurts. He changes into a bat, and Simon keeps whipping him in the bat form. <laughs> <laughs> actually, that would actually be really good, because you'd have the whip, and you'd have the holy water, and you'd have the throwing knife. You know, nobody's going to use the throwing knife. The throwing knife is shitty. You can have the axe. And, uh, even if you want to go farther, the time change in peace. Hell yeah. Book it. Book it, Konami. <laughs> Go do a crossover with, or what is it? Is it Capcom the Monster Hunter? Yeah. There we go. Crossover. It can't do any worse than Lords of Shadow Two. Do you really want to can. challenge them to do that? We should start a write-in campaign. Like, hey guys, you should get your cash of any characters in new Monster Hunter. No, I'm saying, do you really want to challenge them by saying it can't be any worse then? Oh, yeah, well, well, I guess Castlevania 64 was worse, but the ending, I'm sure, is better. You should go play that and find out. What, Castlevania 64? I own it. I got it for a dollar once. 
Yeah, I got that, and I got Quake 2 for a dollar. And I've got all of five levels in the Quake 2, because that game's hard as shit. I'm not very good at shooters. Which is very ironic ones. But anyways, yeah, I, I suck at shooters. <laughs> so that's why Quake 2 always, always is a pain in the ass. There needs to be a Castlevania game for everything. I want a Castlevania FPS. Shoot him with a whip. Actually, I think they did that. There was an arcade machine where you had a whip. Not even kidding. Really? Tell yeah. me, was this in Japan? Oh, of course. Okay, I don't want to know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it was in Japan, and I think it actually made it. It might have made it to Europe. Of course, it's not going to make it here because we don't like arcades. We're not cool. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, I've, the only place I've seen any sort of arcade in is your occasional, like, pizza place and Chuck E. Cheese. So I haven't been to Chuck E. Cheese in, like, seven or eight years. That place sucked. Uh, Dave & Buster's still have them. Do they? I've never yeah. been to a Dave & Yeah. It's like yeah. Chuck E. Cheese for adults. Mm-hmm. And you can buy drinks and everything. Yep. Uh, watch everybody get drunk and try to play the shooting games. <laughs> I've I'm, seen my dad do that, actually. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that happens <laughs> daily or nightly, depending on how you want to describe it. That sounds like something. Something interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I miss David Buster's. Now as an adult, I don't think of it. As cool as when I was younger. Oh, uh, I never even thought of going there. It was the I'm only not... time I could get my dad to play games. Really? Yeah. Of course, he would play this, uh, it was like Tetris, basically, but with, like, poker chips. And you got tickets. So that's, the he, he and my stepmom would just be on that game all, all the time. Do you get to redeem those tickets for prizes? Yes. Yeah. And oh, you get, yeah. Some, if you save some up of the prizes are video game consoles. Uh-huh. What? Yeah. All sticky hand thingies. No. They have really cool prizes, actually. Damn, son. That's neat. But think of how many times you have to go to Dave and Buster's. So you save up. And it's you have to hope that it all stays on that card that you have. Because if it erases, then it's gone. That's bullshit. Cat, stop trying to jump off the chair. You're going to tip me over, you fuck. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the laptop would have went up with me because my knee would hit it. I just so, disappear all of a sudden. <laughs> he just hears a very loud curse word and then... <laughs> So I remember us doing an episode of the podcast where we talked about Google buying Twitch. Well, this has actually happened now. So, and of course everybody's going crazy because this means content ID is going to hit Twitch and it's not going to be as cool as it was. Oh, you. Uh, I mean, it was $1 billion is reportedly the number, but they haven't actually released the actual figure. What do you guys think? Is this going to 
hurt the whole streaming industry or is it going to help having Google be involved? Probably a little of both. Yeah, I think it's going to, maybe it'll help because it will, I'm sure some alternatives will pop up and maybe Google running something like this will uh, help have some, I guess, cross-promotional like sort of ability with YouTube and stuff. But having something like this regulated by a larger company will probably hurt some. I think it's gonna probably gonna cramp it a little bit, you know, make it where it's not as cool. I still don't understand why you can't play music from the actual game while you are doing a stream. But because you know. right, I think it's because music rights. Yeah, that would be my guess. Like I know music rights are a little different than game rights. That's music rights are why a lot of there are some TV series that don't aren't on DVD yet. Yeah, because it's so hard to get the music rights to transfer. Oh, but they even do it apparently for like you know, say you're playing Final Fantasy, you can't play the music. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm saying that's yeah. probably why. That's probably the reason why. Yeah, and in-game cutscenes either apparently. But, well, not while you're streaming footage. You can do it by itself. But not, yeah. Because you're supposed to be saying it's your content. So then I guess that wouldn't be your content. But, who knows what happens. We'll, we'll probably hear all this negative stuff until we actually see what it's going to be like. I can understand Google doing it. They don't want Twitch interfering with YouTube, which it already has. It's made a lot of people want to leave YouTube and go to Twitch and, you know. <laughs> now they have no choice. Yep. And then even Major League Gaming has made it to where you can't stream on Twitch either. That's why they made that MLG.TV app that you can access on your Xbox. Well, that's uh, all in the This led to a Call of Duty one of these uh, eSports Call of Duty players named Patrick Price to get really pissed off at MLG because they missed out on money, apparently. Because they can't... Uh, the group, his, uh, him and his team, missed out on money that they could have gotten for streaming their Call of Duty Pro League games on Twitch. So he got really pissed and decided to keep you know, this long dodge drive going with the CEO and a bunch of other staffers at MLG. And he even, since you're not allowed to stream on Twitch, what he did was he acted like he was going to stream one of the Pro League games on Twitch. And what he did was he put the emails of the CEO and another staffer on that stream so that the people watching the Twitch feed could email them and harass them. And of course, this being the internet, that's what they did. <laughs> That's going to get... Isn't that how you get like a lot of trouble, though? Yes, he got suspended for four games and banned from the recent MLG 2K tournament for conduct detriments of the league and repeated harassment of MLG employees. Uh, but prices uh, earned like $181,000 from playing Call of Duty Esports, so he's totally fine with missing those four games. Damn! I don't even think I've had that much money total in my life. Fuck. <laughs> there you go. Go be a pro gamer. 
Robert. Oh, oh yeah, what am I going to be a pro gamer at? I don't know, Castlevania? Not well. Well, nah, I'm not quite that good yet. I'll work on it. There we go. I'm never going to be that good at the original game. You could do a Pokemon like, pro gamer. God, oh, hell no. Have you seen those people? They're yeah, all like, obsessive. They're playing EVs and IVs. and Oh, God. No, thank you. <laughs> you could always play uh, Dota, Robert. Yeah, I'm, God, I can never be a pro at that. I'm not Asian. <laughs> hey, an American team won uh, $100,000 per player in the Damn. tournament. Cool. Uh, winning team, each play, each winning player won a million dollars a person. Wow. That is a lot of money. One million dollars pinky up. Suddenly, Dota looks very attractive, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's attractive if you win. Well, I mean, it is a fun game. Oh, I have no doubt. The hardest part with dealing with the game is trying to find people to play it with because the one thing that always happened to me when I'd get online and play, somebody on my team would just leave and nobody can come in in the middle of the game. So you're suddenly fighting four on five instead of five on five. Yeah, oh, that's spooky. That does suck. That is, that's spooky. But, but if you can get into a good game where people stay or get a good team of your friends together, then the game's really fun and you have a good time playing it. Cool. <laughs> yeah, ma- Major League Gaming, I don't think that's going to be my thing. Maybe Major League Podcasting. There we go. We get major league podcasting. Book it. I will be on that shit like a diabetic on an insulin pump. <laughs> oh, don't we all wish we could be paid for just doing this, Fred? Here, uh, yeah. A friend of mine the other day is like, "Coop, I really hope you get paid for this." And I'm like, "I do too. I never will." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we're like. You know, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, when they finally figure out you can advertise on podcasts, maybe. That's right. That is right. That's what they're... That's what we need. We need everybody to realize that podcasts are the wave of the future. Like, you know, forget like forget radio. Everything needs to become about podcasts. Like, well, you know, podcasts can be about music. Maybe, maybe we could take over NPR. National Podcasting Radio. Book it. Book it. <laughs> so well we were talking about Dota. Apparently Mal <laughs> promises that uh there will be more Dota two heroes eventually. Uh some of them are gonna be from Dota One and some of them will be original new heroes. Uh they wanna continue to grow Dota two until it's its own self sustaining platform. And the reason they're not just doing stuff with Dota is because they also want to keep working on Team Fortress 2 and Counter-Strike Global Offensive and making those their own platforms too. And of course they're secretly working on Half-Life 3. Uh, so, I mean, you know, you're playing Dota, Daniel. Do you think it needs more heroes? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to complain if they keep sending, if they keep uh, having new heroes. I think in general... Now, that's not to say 100% of the time, but in general, the heroes are fairly well-balanced. Like, there's always going to be 
some heroes that are overbalanced and get banned from tournaments because they're so much stronger than they should be. But in general, everything's pretty balanced and everything has a counter to it. That's why uh, in the international, there, like the character Razor was picked the most, but there was no real correlation between picking him and winning. Except for on one team, which really knew how to use, which had a certain style that they used the character for. But, uh, so, like, there was never, there's rarely any one character that always gets banned. There's, the variation in the game always makes each game different. You could go into a game and be facing a hero you've never seen before, and it's not like you're seeing the same thing over and over and over. Like, uh, as an example, in Hearthstone, I pl- or Hearthstone, Hearthstone, I played in the beta. When you go up to play against other people, everybody's using the same style of a deck. Right. And in Dota, you don't really have that. You have so many different options that if somebody picks Hero A, picking Hero B can counter Hero A. So everybody has to kind of vary their play style and be flexible. That's what I'm hoping. That, uh... I mean, I, I really am interested in doing the Heroes of the Storm because it has all the Blizzard characters and whatever, and that's what I'm worried about because with Hearthstone, that happens. I play it all the time, and I could literally go and look up a deck, whatever the Master deck is supposed to be, and I could probably name all the cards that guy that I'm playing has. And that's because everybody wants to use the same deck. And I'm hoping that Heroes of the Storm doesn't become that way, even though they're releasing a bunch of characters, that people don't just pick the same five characters and, oh, let's just do this, you know. Starcraft goes. Right. Yes. (laughs) Hopefully this, this, this means we'll finally get to see a Starcraft goes. They actually are using the... From what I understand, it it is the female from StarCraft Ghost that's going to be appearing in the game. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, the game gets released. <laughs> in the form of another game. <laughs> yes. It, it, it's, it's something. <sighs> One of these, once I move, I think I'll take y'all up on the whole Dota thing. I think it, it'd be too loud for me to do here and, and all that. Yeah, but, that's a, I probably I wish I could have taken you up on that, but unfortunately, in like three weeks, I have school starting back. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so so then it'll be like oh, I got a job and school and pod, other podcasts, you know. Eventually, I have I'm to watch be doing that too. So, Ooh, school. Oh boy, it's so much. It's not so much fun. Really, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's it's like you're not. giving I'm them not money. Forward to that. It's it's you it's you getting money and then you have to immediately give it to the government mm-hmm. or to the school and then eventually the government will get it back and they'll get back more because that's how economics works. <laughs> you gotta love the economics. Oh yeah, fun, fun, fun. <laughs> so Daniel has one of these, but in Canada, and you know Randall doesn't. I'm surprised that he didn't. Uh, leap onto this, but uh, at one point for about, I think, 15 to 30 minutes, they said Best Buy had an error on their online website in Canada, and you could buy the Xbox One for $45 Canadian. 
and you basically had to do the order and then pick it up in the store immediately or Best Buy was going to cancel it because they figured out it was an error. Apparently there is a double ticketing uh, fine that Best Buy could get uh, for each customer if they can determine that it was intentional which I don't know how they would do that but yeah there are people that did get to pick them up though jeez that phone's loud <laughs> I thought somebody was beeping in for a second I was like, yeah, oh. I did too. <laughs> so don't we all wish we could have got the Xbox One for $45 Canadian. Do you guys think they can? People can complain and get their, get it for for the forty five dollars, or is Best Buy just gonna take the fines and move on? I don't think they'll even get fined. I think it was legitimately an error, and the people. I mean, I'm sure that there are some people who ended up coming away from this with a Xbox for forty five dollars, but there's not going to be many. And, hey, if nothing else, this is getting advertisement for Best Buy. People are going to be checking their website for the next couple months looking for this type of an error happening again, which will increase the traffic and increase ad revenue for their site. True. I remember Walmart had this problem, too. They had a lot of their items go real cheap. Yeah. So, so I mean... People are going to keep checking those websites, looking for something for another error, basically. And it'll probably, I mean, it always happens. It always comes out of the blue, and it's always gone within like 15, 20 minutes. But if you're lucky enough to find it, if you once you physically have the item in your possession, you basically get to keep it at that point. Right, they can't do anything. Right. I mean, they can go back and, like, if you order it to have it delivered, they can cancel it. But if you can pick it up yourself and you do before they cancel the order, you're good. Well, some lucky people did show their receipt and their pictures, so. Yeah. Congrats to you for being smart. Robert, are you still on the phone? I guess he is. Yeah, seems like he is. <laughs> so, Sony decided that they wanted to settle their 2011 PSN hacking class action lawsuit for $15 million. Well, $15 million that they're not going to be handing out to anyone. They're going to be doing it in the form of free digital PS3 or PSP games. Uh... The PS3 games include Infamous, Little Big Planet, Dead Nation, Superstar HD, and Rain. Most of these are all games that are pretty cheap at a local GameStop or something. Uh, it wouldn't take much for you to go get them. And they've also given you the opportunity, if you don't want any games, you can get PS Plus for 30 months. But it's not even like you can sign up and get PS Plus for 30 months. It's you already have to have PS Plus, and then you just get three months added on. And you can also get a free subscription to their Music Unlimited service, uh, Sony Online Entertainment Station Cash, free PS3 themes, 
But the other catch is, they won't rule on this until May 1st of 2015. So, by then, most of these people may or may not have a PS4. Or an Xbox One. And it may not even matter at that point that they get their old PS3 game for free. Isn't this just a little bogus? Like, what, what are they really getting here? What are people getting, or what is Sony getting? Not Sony. I mean, what? Yeah, isn't what Sony get, is giving really just bogus? Like this is just. Well, I mean, part of it is they don't want to give away anything now for something that happened years ago, and I can sort of understand that because that's like saying, well, because our computers got hacked. When was it? 2009? 11. Okay, 2011. You can have a brand new game that came out in 2014. I mean, they already got hit hard in Europe with fines for the hack occurring. Right. And at this point, they're just trying to get out of it with the least, with the least amount of money possible that they have to lose and saying it's the form of digital games. Basically it's going to trick a judge into saying, okay, well these people can get these games. They're going to have the, I'm sure they're going to have a value listed of $60 when you could go out to a GameStop and buy for 20. But that's the problem when games aren't well known. Judges don't, I mean, obviously chances are, a federal judge is not going to be playing video games and know that Sony's going to be is kind of fudging their numbers. <laughs> but uh, once again, it shows Sony says they're all for the gamers on one side, and then they try to pull something like this that pisses people off. I mean. It, and I'm not saying that just to pick on Sony. They're a big corporation. They can say they'll say all they want. They're for gamers. They want to do what gamers want. But at the bot, at the end of the day, they're going to want to save money, just like Microsoft and Nintendo are going to want to save money. Right. It's all about the dollar. What do you think, Robert? Uh, well, I mean, I guess they're just just kind of like what. Daniel was saying I did miss kind of half of that, but it was about the Sony and their bullshit, I assume. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, I think it's just uh, like a money thing. They're pretty much going to try and skirt by with giving giving the least amount of stuff they can to the most people for the least amount of money. Because, you know, so money works. You know, they, they don't want to... I guess they don't want their video game division to be like their laptop division. Die. I mean, if if what Daniel says is true, why don't they go back and see if uh, oh, what, did PS Plus even exist back then? No. Yeah, I was gonna no. say like, why don't they just go and see who had PS Plus, and then you go, oh well, none of you can get PS Plus thirty months added on unless you had it in two thousand eleven. You know. Yeah, I don't think it. But that would be funny. That'd be like a. The ultimate dick move. Like, uh, yeah, guys, sorry, you didn't have it when it didn't exist, so you can't get it now. Oh, suck a dick. 
I know, but why does it matter whether they have PS Plus now or they get it because of the... Like, that's just... You don't know if they've never wanted to have PS Plus in their lives and they go get PS Plus and they go, Oh, yeah, I want to keep paying for this when when my three months is over because I get free games and stuff. Like Probably because if they have it now, their credit card or debit card's already on file. So if they use up their three free months and don't cancel it after that, they it's automatically going to come out of that debit card. Whereas if somebody just got it for free, they might not have to put in a card and then Sony can't charge them for it automatically when the subscription expires. I bet you it's going to be like uh, Amazon Prime. You know what I'm talking about. Where you yeah. give you, you got to get you got to give them the credit card number or the debit card number to get that one that one month free, and then you forget about it. Well, like for example, with uh, say you go out at least for X for Xbox Live, you go out and you buy the Xbox Live card. Mm-hmm. You don't have to put your credit card information in, right? Once that once that subscription is gone, it just cuts off. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you subscribe through their with, with their service, if you subscribe through it and you put your credit card in at one time, that credit card never goes away. Like it's still in their records, and if you flag it as chart like what basically like what Robert was saying with Amazon Prime, you put it in and if you don't cancel it by the end of that month you're paying for it automatically. I'm willing to bet that the uh PS plus service there will be at least one person who was going to cancel it but messed up the dates and ended up having to pay an pay a month of PS plus service after the three free months because they got the date wrong or something. Right. I love your phone, Robert. It, what? I know <laughs> it was the phone, some phone downstairs. Who knows? Oh yeah, no, that was the phone that was literally like two feet away from the computer. <laughs> that was loud. Uh, I'm I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, Robert, you're. Uh, you're a big fan of KOTOR. You know the KOTOR oh, yeah. developers still sit around and talk about, you know, what-if situations for making a KOTOR 3. They say that it's something that comes up every three to six months. They bring it up and talk about it. Nothing totally serious, but they say, you know, wouldn't it be cool if we just make some ideas and we do something with that? There's a lot of people that are still there making the... Uh, Star Wars games now that were part of KOTOR and they said that if they, you know, it was ever brought up KOTOR 3 could get made. That's what I'm, that's all I'm asking for. Okay, please, that's not all I'm asking. Please make it. Please. <laughs> please. And this time ignore the people who want it out by Christmas. Just just take your time. Alright. Yeah. That's what happened with KOTOR 2. Like, KOTOR 2 was good. Just not great because there was stuff that got canceled and rushed and ended up being a bit of a cluster smurf and the ending of the game was a bit of a flat part, but not as big of a flat part as Lord Shed too. Still, 
Like, he did say that, you know, the old Republic MMO was supposed to be Code Tour 3, 4, 5, and 6, but we shall see. I mean, it kind of is when you play it. The single-player campaign in the game, when it first launched, was amazing. I love the story. Everything was good, but there was no in-game content. So I can kind of see where they're saying that, but but still, I want a true KOTOR 3. Yeah, I can dig it. I, I would love that, because I'm not going to go play the Old Republic, because I installed it once on my computer and played it for a good five hours. And while it was a fun, good old time, it, yeah, me and RPGs, we tend to have like a like a relationship where I get like really obsessed with them and then I don't play them for six months and that doesn't really work well for an MMO. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. I've still not played much Carno trigger because it does not, it does not lend itself to playing 15 minutes before you go to work. No. Did anybody Did else just hear that yelling? It sounded like coming from the North. And it, it, I'm, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear it. Oh, wait, or maybe it was just somebody. a long sigh. There's somebody calling, but I can't put them on. What the hell? Hello? Hello, is this Matt? Who is this? It's Betty. Okay. What the hell just happened to this? I'm lying today. I don't know what the hell just happened? <laughs> <laughs> you just went really quiet. Yeah, oh, God. Random, like, 972 number just called, and it was some lady. <laughs> so she <laughs> just got, she had dialed the wrong number, and it just happened yeah, to be Yeah, because this phone. number is a, is a 972 number. So I guess you could technically dial the number wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I hear Randall bitching right now all the way from Canada, which reminds me. I'm sure he's also bitching about the fact that we got four PC in, but at least I remembered that it's a thing. So it's not like last time where at like 7 o'clock he's like, hey, uh, when you can get your answers in, I'd appreciate it. But I get off, but I start work at 6 and don't have any access to Facebook until 10. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Sorry, guys. It's cool. I got Jeremy. But at least this time, I remembered, so he won't, you know, probably still message me on Facebook, because last time he told me he's going to use the powers of Canada Day on me, and I asked him if that involves maple syrup and free health care. And he told me that it's got fringe benefits. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I need, I, need, I need to play Chrono Trigger more, but I mean, I've got so many other things to play, and watch, and read. Like, hey, I'm going to finish reading 60 volumes of Bleach before school starts, damn it. already read, like, six last night. That's a you lot of comics. too much to do, Robert. I do. It is the problem of every noble American. Well, so yeah. much to do in so little time. I didn't even play games this week because I've had too much crap to do. So. That's, that's sad. And I watched New Japan over the weekend. I watched, like, half one day- climax. I watched half of day one, 
But see, the good thing I found out about uh, New Japan is that nobody's going to spoil it for me. So really, I can take my time. Uh-huh, you sure can. <laughs> yeah. Unless, as long uh, as you don't read the results on full one. No, I think I well, I think I saw the results for like day four, and then I'm like, oh damn. But I'm good. I, I'm gonna I only remember like a few people who actually won. I'm good. <laughs> you know, it could it could be much worse. Could have been like that time where I like you have every to time worry I about a... it getting taken down eventually, though. Yeah, I guess probably. Well, I mean, hey, if it, coming in a few months, it might not be as big of a problem since uh, poor old. Uh, Ustream, they're 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 losing to Japan, which sucks. Which does? Is this going to make it really hard to find? Yep. Hopefully they'll just find another one though and make a deal with them. Who Twitch? Not Twitch. (laughs) There's some other ones like WWLN Live or something like that. Let's hope they don't use uh oh go fight. Was it Go Fight Pro or something like that? Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, let's hope they don't use them. Whoever Ring of Honor used or Dragon Gate. Yeah, that was it. It was the Ring of Honor. Yeah, don't touch them. I wouldn't touch them with a 10-foot pole. Well, a game that I still haven't played because I'm trying to play through the first one. Uh, But I have it, so I contributed to this, but... Bravely, Bravely Default is now another 3DS game that is sold a million copies. Uh, Square Enix says that 600,000 of that is from the West, USA and Canada, and 400,000 is in Japan. So it's sold more in the West than in Japan. What do you know? It's a JRPG and it sells more in the US. How about that? Uh, this has also led to Square focusing more on JRPGs. Because apparently Bravely Default sold so well. So, well, I'll believe that when I see it. (laughs) Yeah. I wish they would. I mean, it just goes to show them that if they develop a game that they think isn't going to sell in the West, port it anyway because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, what what's the real? I mean, I guess what's the real? Uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Danger importing it. I mean, I'm sure it costs money. Yeah, the translating and all that stuff costs money and all that too. Yeah, they're afraid. At least this is what it used. This is what the fears used to be back during the Sega and NES days that some games wouldn't translate well. Some people wouldn't under people in different cultures might not understand the references, mm-hmm. so they assumed that the game wouldn't sell well, and right. so they just wouldn't port certain games. They could have been really good games, but they just didn't want to port them at that time because they didn't think it would sell well. And some of that attitude is carried over to today. Yeah, I mean, you you have parts of Bravely Default that I've heard that apparently, you know, they make fun of the girls and they make, like, apparently, like, he makes dick jokes and stuff like that, and... That sounds like my type of game. Right, but, uh... (laughs) But, you know, some people may not see that as, like, oh, I don't want this in my JRPG that has all this old-school JRPG stuff. Like, this is not what I'm used to hearing. And... They they did, you know, they already had to take out some of the 
you know, they are young, typical anime stuff, 14, 15, and apparently there's some sexual stuff in it that they had to take out, and people got pissed about it, and whatever, but that happens, and it's still one of those things that even when they port it over and they still have some of that in there, they worry about, oh, is this going to translate? somebody to get mad? Is it going to get banned? Is it going to whatever? You know, it just... Unless you're Atlas, who apparently seems to have no fear when it comes to these things, uh, you know, or uh, NIS, you know, Square just, I think because they're used to making American-type games as well, they have to worry about, well, if we port this over, people are not going to understand it, not, not pay for it. I mean, because they have made a bunch of, uh, remember when the PS1 was around, they seemed like they ported everything over. And there's still a lot of franchises that they wasted their time porting them because those games didn't sell well, even if they were good, like Vagrant Story and stuff like that. So, I kind of get Square's thing too a little bit, but I'm hoping that Bravely Second will get a release date here at some point, because if Bravely Default sold it well enough, I'm sure Bravely Second will sell well enough. I'm sure it will. I mean, that is, I think it'd be silly for them to not release it. I mean, this isn't like a Mother 3 or something where it's been well, so long. You know, Nintendo could still release that, and I'm sure there would be plenty of people that would buy it. Oh, oh yeah, there's a fan translation to it. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, think, I think it'd be kind of stupid for them not to release it. I mean, hell. Yeah, and then, you know, that's what's so dumb, too, is that Square's so guarded about fan translations and stuff like that. They... There was a report that they were going to stop any kind of English translation to the uh, that PSP game that never got released here, that Final Fantasy Zero or whatever. Really? And, yeah, they were never going to, they were going to make sure that there was never a fan translation made of that, just like, you know, all the Chrono Trigger True, Chrono Trigger 2 stuff that people make and Whatever. Yeah, they're... it seems that Square are kind of horrible to their fans in terms of kind of uh, nurturing their creativity and love. They're, they're just like, oh yeah, yeah, if you really want it, buy it, which is... Unless I you guess. use their... Uh, they did make their own like uh, XBLA type system where you can make games for them or give them ideas or or whatever. I forgot what it's called now, but... Oh boy, give them ideas. Hitman says. <laughs> I think it's six. There's a five. I don't know anymore. I don't know what freaking number they're at now. <laughs> I just work here. Uh, what else is... Oh, really quick. The gains for gold for August have been revealed. And for Xbox One, you can get Crimson Dragon and Strike Suit Zero Director's Cut. So, there you go, Daniel. And us 360 people, we get Motocross Madness and Dishonored. You know how many times I've sat there in a store and almost bought Dishonored, so now I'm glad I didn't. You will greely enjoy it. But say, do you know how many times I've sat, walked into places and been like, oh, Dishonored is like 10 bucks. Nah. Just do your best to not give in to the temptation to start saying Banff every time you teleport. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bam. Because that, that temptation does exist as you start playing in the game. 
Oh boy, the humble bundle of Square Enix. Yeah, there's not. It's a bunch of uh, like Dos X and a bunch of other games that you probably wouldn't like, Mini Ninjas and stuff like that. Well, I mean, for fifteen bucks, you can get six. Let's see, how many games is that? Six. Let's see, fifteen, twenty games for fifteen dollars, including pretty much all the Deus Ex games, Just Cause Two, all the Hitman games, both Just Just Cause games, and some shit like Daikatana. But you also get the Bolt Edition. See, it's funny. I almost considered buying this, and then I realized I've got the last remnant just cause to Deus Ex, yeah, at least the last Deus Ex. I got Invisible War. It's like there's a lot of these games I already have, unfortunately. <laughs> but I mean, hey, it's it's not a bad deal. Yeah, it's not uh, if you don't have any of those games that are interested in them. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's, I've always wanted to play the original Deus Ex because I didn't like Invisible War because the map was shitty and I got lost because the map didn't tell you where you were on the map. It would just show you a map of the place. But I would get lost because I'm me. Yeah, the original was, is really good. Yeah, I've heard that one's just absolutely great. Invisible War was eh. And then Human Revolution <clears throat> was pretty good. Oh, and you get Kane and Lynch 2 Dog Days. I don't oh, think yeah. anybody been waiting to play that. <laughs> Isn't that game like a fucking flaming dumpster fire that was started through somebody lighting a fart? I don't know, I don't know about all that, but I mean, I heard the game heard was absolutely awful. Let me see, let me see what the reviews say. Decaying, Lynch. Oh boy, it's I getting just... time for me to have to go to work. So you <laughs> let me, work. Uh, let me yeah, that game was shit. Really quick. Uh, we have Killer Instinct 2 is going to get released alongside Killer Instinct Season 2, just like Killer Instinct 1 was done for Season 1. Uh, we have NEX Remix Volume 1 and 2. They're going to be released at retail. They used to only be eShop games. So there you go. If you're uh, somebody that doesn't like buying stuff on the eShop, you can buy those awesome remixes, which you haven't played those. Those are fun. Uh, you could do that at retail now. Uh, Unfinished One, Until Dawn, and Journey are going to get re-released on the PS4. And I think that was... Oh, there's three new UFC fighters in EA Sports UFC. They're free. So you can go download them. TJ Dillashaw, Tayaka Misugaki, and Tyler Woodley. What? I said Takeo Misugaki. Okay, there you go. Uh, Robert said it for me. Yeah, well, I mean, of course they're going to really have TJ Dillashaw because he just won the uh, title not too long ago. Yeah. And Takeo Mizutaki is a pretty good player. And Tyron Woodley, I think, is he's almost number one contender for the welterweight title. I haven't actually watched a UFC event this year because once you start making fights exclusive to your shitty little online service, I really lose interest in your product. Oh, wait, so they finally pulled a WWE Network? Oh, yeah, they uh, had Fight Pass. They uh, started it literally like the, like on January 4th was the first event. And they have, and they'll have like, <clears throat> about once a month, they'll have the, like a fight, uh, an exclusive card for Fight Pass. And I have absolutely zero interest in it. 
There was actually one night they had a fight, a card on Fight Pass, and then directly after that, a card on uh, Fox Sports. Uh. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those everybody's, like, the injuries are getting bad, too. Everybody gets injured, so. Well, yeah, you have like, so many damn fights. Yeah, well, that and most of the cards are, like, two fight cards. Like, you remember the boxing cards in the 90s? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that. Like, there'll be, like, two or three, like, high-profile fights, and everything else will be, like, who the fuck's bad? Yeah, exactly. But, uh, oh, yeah, Battlefield Hardline got delayed until early 2015. And Dragon Age Inquisition is now getting coming out November eighteenth. So, yeah. well, people got to wait longer for their Battlefield, the one that might actually work. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And I guess we can end it on this. This was interesting. Gamasutra released uh, results for its annual game developer salary sur- survey. Um, there was a there was a two percent decrease in salary for U.S. based game developers from 2012 to 2013. Uh, the average game developer earned eighty three thousand dollars in 2013. If you're a Canadian or European based developer, your average salary was seventy one thousand, which is actually up nine percent for 2012, and forty six thousand if you're European, which is the same. Uh, if you have a management position, you made a hundred one thousand uh, dollars, and any prof- audio professionals and programmers made ninety thousand. Uh, indie developers dropped almost fifty percent in salary, uh, while the ones that were, you know, if a if a uh, indie team together had money, they jumped up one hundred sixty one. So, uh, the survey included 40, or not 40, 4,000 individual game developers worldwide. So, there you go. If you want to be a game developer, that's about how much you make. So, anybody that's interested in that, know you're not making, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, but you can feed your family with it if your game does well enough. And if it doesn't, have fun selling your body. And also remember, those are the average salaries. So theoretically, you could make a ton of money doing it if your game is really that good. Yeah, like the uh, Angry Birds people probably don't need any more money. For the love of God, no, do not give them more money. <laughs> Why? Because that means they're going to release more bullshit. God, when they had their own candy, I was done. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I still have their shoes sitting in my store that I'm about to go work at in about 30 minutes. You should start throwing them at people with a slingshot. We just got John Cena glow-in-the-dark shoes, too. So. Oh, yeah, because Kmart. Yep. That has to be, like, the only Kmart left. We we sell, like, his clothing line, so I was waiting for whenever we were going to have the shoes, and they actually they come with a separate pair of lighter green sh- uh, laces to go with his new shirt that he has. <laughs> so-, so they're nickel and diming you on shoelaces. <laughs> I guess. Jesus Christ. TNA I, wishes they could be that thrifty. I can't wait until we have, like, they send us just shoelaces for those shoes. <laughs> do, 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 do. Like you know, they need to release like a John Cena. 
What? We need to release John Cena classic line <laughs> of act, of just jean shorts. <laughs> they sell his jean shorts. God, get some jean shorts. Maybe uh, maybe like a little glove like you used to have with the hand wrap. Maybe sell some basketball jerseys. The word live shirt. Uh yeah. Maybe sell his old albums. I had that shirt actually. I was like, I was talking the other day. I'm like, man, you know, I really kind of like the old John Cena theme. Wish he'd bring it back. Basic economics. Yeah, basic basic economics. We're like, there we go. That's 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 the sound of a that's the sound of a turntable coming from a white man. <laughs> so, all right, guys, let's get to these plugs really quick. Go ahead, Robert. Uh, oh, you said really quick. Okay, uh, uh, let's start at the Rattletch Broadcasting Network is your home for most podcasts that everyone listens to. I was supposed to be on one last night, but I fell asleep because I got three hours of sleep because I was excited about to, to yesterday. So anyways, fun, 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 fun. Um, there is the Metal Hammer of Doom podcast, which is every other Thursday live at 10 p.m. So next Thursday, we'll have a live episode and it'll be myself and old the old man Mark Radledge reviewing the new Goat Horror album. It's going to be fucking awesome, great, and fun, yeah. Uh, and I think that same week, next Wednesday, from the cheat seats will be back. At least I think we're still doing every other week. We had an episode last last week. It was myself and Jesse Starcher, and we talked about sports for an hour. And then we proceeded to use the next hour to mention basketball ones. But then we talked about pawn shops, no mercy. And and wrestling video games in general. So if you ever wanted to hear me gush about no Mer- about how I love No Mercy even more than I do here, and how Fire Pro is great, and how pawn shops are fun depending on where you're at, there you go. That's the podcast you want to go find. Uh, and the final podcast that I've been doing is the Sentai Rider podcast. Uh, we had an episode last week, you know, the one that we spent six hours attempting to record two-hour recording. Uh, it's myself and my best friend, Hunter, who has been on here before. We uh, talked about the last 17 episodes of Kamen Rider Gun. Not one by one, but it was kind of just a summation and, you know, what happened with all the characters and what we think about that. And it was pretty fun. It was a good podcast. I liked it. It was lots of fun. So uh, go find that on the blogtalkradio.com slash 411mmaradio and uh Look out this week, I think on this Saturday, and hopefully next Monday we'll have episodes, because tonight we're going to be recording an episode on the newest episode of Kamen Rider Gun, as well as the uh, Kamen Rider G, which was a kind of like tribute movie parody thing that Toei did in like 2010. And I was like, hey, Hunter, let's review that. And he's like, you would. So, yeah, uh, look out for that. And if you want to really stay on top of our stuff, like we stay on top stuff uh go find us on facebook at facebook.com slash sentai rider podcast that is s-e-n-t-i-a-i-r-i-d-e-r podcast and uh metal hammer of Do- uh, the hammer of doom news report on 411mania.com it'll be back one day i'm sure unfortunately i can't report on how tna is uh not getting its stuff renewed so i guess i don't have as much information to write about since there have been literally like five articles about TNA either dying or losing the TV deal over the past two days. <laughs> it's hot shit. 
Oh, and for PC, four player co op in the in the game zone. I'm gonna do that today. Like once as soon as we get off this, I'm gonna go type those answers up and do my chores. Because we're gonna talk about uh, Batman and Sting being a DLC wrestler and the Firefly Online game and uh, the un no not the Uncharted movie, the Last of Us movie. There we go. Hopefully, it'll be great and fun, and uh, I'll get Randall his answers in on time before he sends Canada Day after me again. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> go ahead, Daniel. Uh, Games Factor Fiction will go live on Thursday. I'm actually in co- in uh, four-player co-op this week as well. Uh, so that'll be up tomorrow. Other than that, I, that's all that I do. <laughs> I wish I was in this week. We could have had a co-op multi-reunion on there, but you know, uh, maybe one of these weeks I'll like get Randall to do it. Yeah. Uh, yep. Just uh, this podcast will be back uh, Tuesday. Around the same time that we're doing it right now, noon Eastern, twelve thirty, one p.m. Eastern, around that time. Uh, I realized halfway through that I forgot to post it on the Facebook and Twitter, so I did that. But hopefully, some of you listen live. If not, uh, I made sure I did not make this mistake last week because I was in a hurry to do it. I realized that I put it as a wrestling podcast and not as a not as this podcast. The wrestling podcast doesn't. uh, We use a different service because we didn't have Spreaker when we first started the wrestling podcast. So we use Buzzsprout to put it on Stitcher and iTunes or whatever. So it kept sitting there, and I, I I was like, why doesn't when I update the, you know, iTunes and Stitcher and stuff, it why doesn't it show up? And then the Spreaker people were like, oh, because you put it as a wrestling to the max episode instead of a co-op multi-episode so <laughs> I think I didn't switch it until like Friday but it's there now if you want to listen to the one from last week uh, but yes we are on TuneIn, Stitcher and iTunes if you don't listen live and we're also on 411 uh, that's you know the website where we are the official Game Zone podcast of so go there and read, you know, Daniel stuff and and the games top five that I organized, which last week was top five Wii games, which Daniel helped out with, and I made a list. And this week ends the looking back at retro systems with a the Sega Dreamcast top five Dreamcast games, since I forgot about it halfway through, and then I'll have to start thinking of other stuff. Ooh, Dreamcast games. I never, ever, ever owned a Dreamcast, but I think I've played enough games to BS it. Alright. Awesome. Glad Speaker I can have BS lists. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're better than no lists, so I can't that, That's true. Or Target Terror. Oh, God. Target Terror. <laughs> and, of course, if you're listening right now, the Wrestling to the Mass podcast will be on later today at 9.30 p.m. Eastern when I get off work. Um, if you're not listening, of course, right now it's kind of just happening whenever I have some time during the day to be off work because of the situation in which I live. I can't be recording at midnight anymore. So I have to be ending at midnight instead. So, but hopefully in like a couple of weeks, I'll be moving into my own apartment again and things will be back to normal. But until then, 
Hope you guys uh, enjoyed the episode, and we shall see you next week. Doctor Who, Uya, Randall Virtual Boy, Quantum Leap, Quantum Leap. Yeah, I mentioned Quantum Leap. Go check out the new revamped Valve Steam Moss controller. They did it again. So they did it again. There you go. <laughs> we have to end with Robert singing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby, baby. Yeah.